And with that, <laughs> we uh, have the chairman of the Republican Party of Florida, Blaze Angolia, joining us. Blaze, uh, what do you make of this latest development out of the uh, the North Florida court and, and Judge Mark Walker? Yeah, I got a chance to, uh, and good morning, guys. I got a chance to read it a little while ago. Uh, did not go over it with a fine-tooth comb, but basically what I got out of it is it's not going to change the uh, the election. Come 3 o'clock today, when we finish the marine, the uh, machine recount, it's going to be apparent that we're going to have uh, Governor Ron DeSantis. And even the other big race with uh, uh, with Rick Scott, it's really not going to be able to change much. There's not enough float of votes, potential votes out there. So, so Blaze, uh, let me walk you through some things real quick. I'm going to ask you some specific questions that it seems like you uh, probably have answers for right now. The first question is, the ruling that we're getting here pertaining to the mismatched signatures, this does not, as I'm now digesting this, this does not impact the recount deadline of 3 o'clock this afternoon, correct? No, it it doesn't. From what now, I'm going to couch this with saying, by you know, I'm not an attorney. I'm just a simple home builder in uh, Hernando <laughs> County. Um, but uh, from my understanding, no. The other lawsuit that was filed, uh, where Karen Gievers ruled that they should have an extension, and we and she actually ruled erroneously because the that case was moved to federal court. So right. The, the Leon County, you're referring to the Leon County correct. judge that ruled that did not have jurisdiction in that case. That was falsely correct. reported all across the state because we have a bunch of people that suck at, at news media in the state. Um, okay, so Blaze, next one here. Blaze gets it, and Joel's over here laughing. He's fine. Um, now, <laughs> next question for you. We we have our 3 o'clock deadline today uh, that, that, as of now, will continue to stand despite this ruling with the mismatched signatures. Add into this mix we had the revelation that we do have these ballots that uh, the Florida Democratic Party allegedly was reaching out and having corrected after the election. Politico reporting on this yesterday. We know that the state has this in hand. Do you know how that might impact anything and what that type of an investigation looks like? Um. So I don't even know. I, I just know what you all know is what we read in uh, Politico. And I don't even know if it's the state. It might be the feds that are actually doing it because there is a, fed, a federal race on the, on hmm, the ballot. Okay. Um, but we don't know how much and how pervasive it was. It's obviously extremely concerning um, because it seemed like an organized effort on behalf of um, if not just volunteers, but people within the uh, the actual Florida Democrat Party, also. But um, I, none of that is going to change an election because there just wasn't enough ballots out there. But we really need to wait until the investigation ends to just see how pervasive it actually was. Because up to they were still trying to cure absentee ballots two days after an election, when curing an absentee ballot um, should have happened by the latest, the day before the election. We're speaking with the chairman of the Republican Party of Florida, Blaze Angolia. Okay, so next question for you. We had the 10-day overseas and military ballot deadline that is tomorrow. Do we know how many votes are outstanding there uh, that uh, across the state? Yeah, the last, uh, the last check I had, it was about uh, 19,000 absentee uh, ballots that had not made it back. Um, I want to say the partisan breakdown was 
Um, Democrats were about plus seven on that. So there were more Democrat ballots out there than Republican ballots. Republicans did a good job of getting their overseas and military ballots back. But the the challenge with that is we do not expect a lot of those to come back anyway, which is, you know, uh, unfortunate. If you're serving in the military, you should definitely have a voice in um, who represents you in government. But um, unfortunately, every year we do see an inordinate amount of those ballots that don't come back anyway. So although there is uh, what appears to be a large number, um, the chances are a lot of those aren't going to come back anyway. And in the case of Palm Beach County, I want to specifically mention for a moment, when Blaze is mentioning that number of ballots that's outstanding, I imagine some of them are going to be from District 89. We don't know how many are going to come back, but our recount here in Palm Beach County, District 89, only 37 votes separating. It looks like uh, there's no chance that Palm Beach County is going to complete its recount by the 3 o'clock deadline. Therefore, unless there is some type of other legal whatever that, that changes the recount procedures here in Palm Beach County, that would mean that you would have the 37-vote lead by Mike Caruso that would then go to the state pending what these ballots look like. So our race in particular here could be impacted. And then we get to the Caldwell race, which is uh, the next one I wanted to ask you about, Blaze. So in the- well, let, me just, let me just remind sure. you that the, uh, the Caruso-Bonfiglio race will go to a hand recount next. So that is going to happen no matter what, even if they can't do anything with the uh, the machinery count. Yeah, I mean, so uh, they had the cutoff today at um, the three o'clock for the machinery count. At that time, that's a hard that's a hard deadline. Um, and then, per Florida statute and per rule, they are going to have to start with the hand recount. So, absent any intervention from the courts, that's going to happen. But that race, Caruso Bonfiglio, will go to a hand recount. Okay, very good. That is uh, good updated information in, in the context of that conversation, certainly. And, and then we have the Caldwell race. You know, we were talking about the potential for. Uh, you know, well in, in excess of 5,000 votes, potentially outstanding that could come in. Maybe there's an impact there. But the, the question that I think is still undetermined, unless I spoke to, to Matt a couple of days ago, he didn't have an answer. If we end up going to certification, uh, potentially Sunday into Tuesday, do you believe that Matt Caldwell's race, should the margin stand as it sits for Nikki Freed, do you think his race will be certified as well? Or do you think it would be held up uh, pending the legal proceedings, I think. Um, I think in Matt, and so again, I'm not a I'm not an attorney. This would be better suited for Matt Caldwell's campaign team and his and his counsel. But I would assume that a uh, a lawsuit to uh, challenge any certification pending a um, uh, pending the court ruling on that would be uh, would be in order. But that's something that's a legal question you're going to have mm-hmm. to ask Matt on. And yeah, and unless he mentioned he, he did intend to, to travel down that path. So, all right, uh, very good. That's a, a great update. I appreciate you taking the time and uh, sharing the information with us today. You got it. My pleasure, guys.